This is Are You Future Ready? Advancing Your Professional Development, a podcast series for anyone who wants to grow and excel in their career or in life. I'm your host, Amy Parker, the Department of Veterans Affairs Chief Learning Officer. At the time of this recording, our guest, Mr. Jeffrey Smith, was the Executive Director of the Veterans Benefits Administration's Office of Talent Management. He is now the Executive Director of VBA's Office of Mission Support. We wish him success in his new role and look forward to working with Dr. Aaron Lee, who has recently filled the role of Executive Director of the Office of Talent Management. All right, this week we are joined by the Executive Director for the Office of Talent Management, Mr. Jeffrey Smith. Welcome. Well, thank you, Amy. It's great to be here. Uh, Jeff is a newer addition to the department, but is very familiar with VA because he served for over 23 years in the United States Coast Guard. Thank you for your service. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Very proud of the service in the Coast Guard. It was a great time. Dedicating 23 years of your life um, to serving our nation and um, continuing your career now as a public servant. Uh, first, uh, you were at uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA as we all know it, and began your career here at the VA in 2018 as the Executive Director of Administration and Facilities. Just a little more background for you. During 2020, you were called to expand on the skill set related to administration and facilities and became um, the executive director of something maybe a little bit different in um, talent management. And we're really fortunate to have you at the VA. A, a life dedicated to humanitarian service, as I look at it, uh, coming from the Coast Guard and um, you know my career there and then stepping into disaster response work uh, and doing that for about nine years uh, and, and then coming over to the VA uh, again with a very noble mission of uh, serving our veterans. So it, it is great to be here. For all of our listeners, the Office of Talent Management supports the Veterans Benefits Administration, or VBA for short. Um, and VBA is tasked with providing a variety of services and benefits to veterans and their families, everything from a disability compensation to education benefits, loan services. So these are the sort of things that when I talk about it, I get a little choked up because these are the things that really change people's lives. Daily, you're working on the oversight of 26,000 VA civilian staff, um, as well as strategic planning processes, procedures, and programs. So just a couple of things, again, um, for VBA that are really so uh, make it possible for those employees to serve our veterans. And I wanted to ask you, you know, maybe would you tell us a little bit more about Veterans Benefits Administration or VBA and what kind of skills do those um, public servants at VBA have? We've got a wide variety of employees that are performing some very complex work, providing benefits on a number of levels, you know, from a, a disability claim uh, where we have staff that are reviewing medical information and making medical determinations. Uh, you know, again, very, very important and very complex uh, type work. Uh, but then we also have the the the, uh, the benefits uh, to your point about education. Uh, so we have educational claims, making sure that veterans that are exiting the service have the ability to go to uh, college or get some other skill set uh, in a trade craft. Uh, so we have claims uh, in that regard. Uh, and then also uh, loan guarantee, you know, folks are wanting to purchase homes, use that, that service as well. Uh, so lots and lots of uh, opportunities for us to, uh, to reach out and touch the veterans. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
very, very complex work, uh, detailed work uh, that takes time and uh, and a certain skill set that we need to continue to nurture. You mentioned your time, of course, serving in the Coast Guard. And um, how did what you learned there shape how you approach problem solving in your current role? For anybody serving uh, in the military, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, something that helps you mature very quickly, specifically with the Coast Guard, uh, that I think is somewhat different than some of the other branches, uh, is there's a tremendous amount of responsibility uh, that's placed uh, on individuals at a very junior level in the organization. Um, you know, that we've got uh, junior members of the organization that are taking small boats, you know, offshore and executing search and rescue missions uh, or performing law enforcement activities. That sense of responsibility that, uh, you know, gets placed on you and having that really team focus and uh, having to rely on your team members, uh, not only to do their part, but to also provide feedback into the mission, um, you know, really just kind of sets the uh, sets the tone for how you handle things going through life. Some of you may know the uh, the, the motto of the Coast Guard is uh, Semper Paratus, always ready. Uh, so it's it's a mindset to be in that you're you're always uh, making sure that you're prepared for things. Yeah, in the I love what you just shared there too. The um, the on scene initiative that the um, that the Coast Guard members take. Also, I think about how often we've seen you know, the Coast Guard is coming to the rescue. And similarly, maybe, um, you know, the benefits that VBA is providing really does mean the difference um, quite profoundly for some of, of our veterans in, um, you know, the difference in their life that, that again, is made. So, so being always ready, do you bring that, are you able to bring that to, to VBA now? Is that part of uh, what you're doing, let's say, with talent management? Well, I think you know the concept of of always ready uh, could could fit just about uh, any job that you were approached with. But specifically with the Office of Talent Management, and as most people know, uh, you, you know HR uh, is complicated. What I've tried to bring to the organization, uh, you know, to your point about always being ready, is is expressing to the staff that they that they always have to be ready uh, for opportunity. They have to be ready for change. Uh, they have to be ready for growth, uh, you know, those type of things. We have got to be very flexible uh, in our ability to adjust to our customer uh, when they need us to. And so you're always ready with my always learning Semper Disco. I think we can highlight some of the ways that, you know, by being like, just like you said, being ready and being open to learning and development can be can be so important. Uh, I do think it's situational. Uh, you know, I think in certain circumstances, people put themselves and they go to their uh, their comfort zone, and that comfort zone may tend to take them into a fixed mindset type of uh, situation. So, just wanted to make make that clarity. I didn't want to make sure that anybody didn't think that you were one or the other. So, yeah, so glad you said that. And um, talk about comfort zones. Um, we've all been kind of naturally out of them since the pandemic started. Any tips perhaps for our listeners uh, related to that and, you know, maybe maybe even your own experience uh, through the, the last year, which has been so, so strange and different for us all? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, you know, the pandemic has been uh, challenging on a number of levels. 
I've caught myself to where, you know, I get into this heads down mode, uh, you know, and I, you know, I call it plugging and chugging and I'm just pushing through work and uh, pushing out emails. And I recognize that, you know what, I, I really need to pick my head up here uh, and look around and start to collaborate more because it's very easy to do when you're sitting at home uh you know with nobody around you and you know nobody knocking on your door that you, you just are, are very very focused and you're in the zone and you forget that you need outside influences to help you do your job so i would ask i would say you know uh, ask people to make sure that you're doing that self reflection and make sure that you're uh, hopefully able to identify when you're uh kind of in that bunker mentality uh and hiding behind the computer and and not collaborating so Stay focused, uh, continue that uh, continuous improvement, uh, the collaboration, you know, even though, uh, you know, we're stuck at home uh, to continue to move that needle. Wow, really powerful. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we need to remember to pick up our heads and, and get out and collaborate with people. How do you think that relates to, um, to how we need to plan? Maybe it's not a strategic plan like everybody thinks it's the big thing that sits on the, the, the shelf but it's even, you know, just like uh, coming up with an approach or or design around um, moving forward. Well, we can't really do anything, uh, and we can just drop off the word strategic because I think that has a, neg a negative connotation to some people. Uh, let's just stick with a plan. You know, I do this uh, towards the end of each fiscal year with my staff. You know, I say, okay, it's you know, we now need to start thinking about what we're going to do in the next fiscal year. And uh, nobody knows better uh, what needs to be fixed within your organizations or within your functional areas than you. So you need to come to me and share with me what you want to fix, uh, the projects that you want to complete. And I focus more on the goals per se uh, than I do, say, priorities within a a strategic plan, uh, you know, we certainly need to have those uh, those high level priorities. But I spend most of my time, uh, you know, at that tactical level, if you will, building the goals because that's really what people are driving towards. Uh, that's what we're holding folks accountable for. Uh, you know, I tell them that's in your performance plan and it's in my performance plan. So those are the things that we spend most of the time working on. Oh, you know, you're speaking my language. You know how much I love coaching. We've talked about that before. And I worked one time coaching an individual uh, around getting started on their strategic plan. And I said, well, what if you thought about it like you were going on a vacation? And you have to start with where you want to end up. And so then, you know, you think about where you want to go, what you want to do when you get there and and how, how are you going to, you know, get in the cab, go to the airport, get on the plane, et cetera? No, absolutely. That's a, uh, a very uh, fun way to look at it. And, and, you know, and that's kind of the other aspect. You know, we talk about the organization, but then there, there are, uh, you know, self plans. You know, we talk about mapping ourselves out, you know, because a lot of people, uh, you, you know, they, that's the question that they ask is, you know, how do I plan out my career? How do I you know, know what the next job I'm going to get? And, and there's really no good answer to that. Um, you know, it's, do we really know what's going to make us happy a year from now or five years from now? Uh, yeah, I would argue that you don't. So how do you plan for that? Well, it, it's, it's situational. You have to continually go through this process and, and reassess where your life is at at that point in time and, and what your next maybe one or two moves uh, within your career look like uh, and then start working towards that. But, but that's an ever-changing thing for people. 
But setting some initial goals will help you get started on the journey. How do you know when you have the right strategy or the right plan for yourself, maybe, um, or even for your organization? Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I think, you know, how do you uh, stand up on the desk and scream success uh, is, uh, you know, I think it's, you really kind of measure it by agility. Uh, how agile are you at that point? How agile is the organization to be able to adapt? Uh, you know, we recognize that things change all the time. Uh, priorities change, customers change, you know, your personal needs change. And I think if you have gotten yourself to a point where you are agile and can spin on a dime uh, is kind of when you know, uh, you know, that your plan is working. Saying agile, so important. And so I mentioned coaching and I think it is, it is a big part of what VBA does too. What do you think about coaching and mentoring? Until I entered the senior executive career development program, I'd never had any exposure to coaching. And I can tell you that was in 2016. And I can tell you ever since then, I have never been without a coach. And uh, it, it's just been really a, a tremendous uh, resource to, to be able to lean on and share uh, you know, my frustrations and challenges that I have, uh, you know, and they just have a remarkable ability to refocus me and, you know, and kind of talk about, okay, you know, what is it that's in your control? What is it that you can do? So that's my perspective on coaching. Love it. Uh, we'll, we'll never go without it. Uh, but from a mentoring, you know, I look at mentoring a little differently. You know, for me, mentoring, you, you know, you have a formal and you have an informal uh, in my mind. And, you know, the formal mentoring is usually you're within a leadership program and you have a regimented agenda and you have to read this book and we'll discuss this chapter, uh, that type of thing. I, I can tell you, not a big fan of that personally. Um, but then the other part, which I do enjoy, is that informal mentorship, is being able to just sit down with somebody uh, and, and shoot the breeze with them and talk about what's bothering them, talk about, you know, what their aspirations are, uh, tell stories, uh, and those type of things. So, uh, again, I think mentoring is a wonderful tool for, for employees, uh, but that's kind of my perspective from a formal and informal. I was wondering too, in the last year in maybe giving and receiving feedback, you know, in this, um, you know, we're, we're in a much more remote work uh, time period right now. Yes. Um, you know, what have you seen um, really work or maybe needs a little more work? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, you're seeing mixed uh, success across the organization, you know, just based on, you know, the supervisor and or the employee uh, and the type of work that they do, uh, you know, also. Uh, so, you know, there's some people that, um, you know, their work is very uh, suitable uh, for this remote type activity. And then there are some that are struggling with it because they do have a high level of collaboration that's required for their their, their business line. Um, so I think, you know, having that, again, that constant uh, engagement with folks uh, to, to get the feedback uh, and being part of working groups uh, and those type of things uh, that you're constantly seeking that, 
uh, that information. Uh, but it's also an opportunity for you to provide that to your coworkers as well. Uh, you know, they're expecting the same level of feedback uh, from you that they're giving giving back. So, uh, like I said, I've, I've seen some mixed success there across that, but I do think people just need to remember um, to, to engage with each other frequently. Uh, it, it is a deliberate thing that you're going to have to do where it was maybe kind of a natural thing in the office just because you were running into people. Now we have to be very deliberate about it. And, you know, if that means adding a calendar item, then put it on your calendar. I was wondering if you had a particular uh, mentor or mentee that has helped you or influenced you. Uh, one of my commanding officers uh, in, in the Coast Guard uh, that I had, um, uh, was very influential uh, to me because, um, you know, it was more about how he used personal power versus position power. So, you know, everybody recognized that he was the commanding officer, but that was not something that he rammed down our throat every day. Um, you know, it wasn't something he had to remind us of. He had a very strong personal power uh, and authenticity uh, where he engaged us. Uh, he took a career path like I wanted to take, uh, and, you know, he provided me guidance uh, through that process, uh, you know, encouraged me through the process and, uh, you know, was just, was just really tremendous. Uh, so I, I would say it, it, he was probably the most uh, influential person that I dealt with. And I remain in contact with him today, you know, thank God for Facebook, um, you know, to be able to remain connected with him, uh, and, and even reach out when I need to, to, to ask questions. Is, is there anything in particular you'd you'd like to say to listeners before before we do? You know, I tell folks, you know, don't ever pass up an opportunity for fear of failure. Uh, you you have got to to get yourself in the game uh, and, and be okay with making mistakes uh, because it's not the end of the world. Uh, it, it is about building that experience and that self confidence uh, that you can do these things. So don't ever pass up opportunities. You'll see people do that all the time. Oh, I don't know anything about that. I don't want to do that. Well, that's the, the the best time you need to be engaging is when you don't know anything about it. Get involved and, and learn something new because it's going to make you more marketable, more confident uh, in the end. Man, that's great. That is an excellent circle back to our growth mindset. If, if listeners, if you are wondering what it is, because I haven't done a very good job of explaining it, Jeff just nailed it. That's a growth <laughs> mindset. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure talking with you today. Yeah, likewise. I so enjoyed this. And we will also have available for our listeners um, when they are accessing this podcast, just what you described, the tools and resources that are available because we do care about every VA's learning and development journey. And so thank you again. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining us on Are You Future Ready? Advancing Your Professional Development. To find the resources highlighted today, check out the Vantage Point blog linked in this episode's show notes. If you enjoyed listening, please share this episode with a colleague, friend, or on your LinkedIn network. 